just as we did with Gauss-Jordan row reduction, the first thing to do is to enter the augmented matrix and call it some name. You don't have to give it a name, but it's helpful. One, comma, negative one, comma, one, comma, one, comma, six is our first row, semicolon. The second row, two, comma, negative three, comma, three, comma, one, comma, seven, two, negative three, three, one, seven, semicolon. And then finally, one, one, negative one, negative three, four. One, one, negative one, negative three, four. We close the matrix. And like I said, we don't have to give it a name, but it's a little easier to keep track of things. So we'll store it as alpha. If you want to keep your A's and B's and C's, if you have things in there you want to keep, then just pick another letter. I don't really have anything that I care about, so I'm just going to say alpha A. So alpha equals enter. And it tells me A, and it gives it back to me. And I want to make sure before I do any more work that I entered it correctly. 1, negative 1, 1, 6. 2, negative 3, 3, 1, 7. 1, 1, negative 1, negative 3, 4. So that's correct for A. Now, this thing that I showed you in the last example, the matrix that was reduced down as far as it could go, I gave it a name. I called it row reduced echelon form, or for short, R-R-E-F. And row reduced echelon form, I'm going to talk about more on the board, but that's That's what we use to get it down into a form that we can interpret the solution from. Just like MROAD and MRO and ROSWAP, it's also in the catalog. If I go to the catalog, right now I'm in MROAD because that's the last thing that I did. I want to go to RREF. That's the function. So I could go to the R's and scroll down for a while, but it's RR. Notice if I just go to the S's, which is pressing the 3 key, that starts at secant. And if I go up one, there's row reduced echelon form. So once I get RREF parentheses, I hit enter, and it puts the operation there in the entry line. Of course, you could do alpha lock RREF, but if you're like me, you forget to turn it off, and then you've got letters everywhere. So once you've found it once in the catalog, it'll stay there for you in future examples. So if you're not doing any other functions for a while, RREF will be right there for you. So now I need to tell it what to take RREF of. Now, if since I gave it a name, I can just say alpha A and close the parentheses. If I really, if I didn't give it a name, I could actually go up and grab that matrix and hit enter, and it'll put the entire matrix in the parentheses for me at the right point. I'll show you now. If I go up here, grab the matrix, and hit enter, it puts them in, and then I just close the parentheses. But that's kind of messy. I already did it the other way. So I'm going to delete all this matrix, and I'm going to put A back in. So either way, if you forget to give it a name, my point is you can always go back to what you had up above. Now, I deleted too much, so I'm going to go back to catalog, RREF, parentheses, and then I type alpha A, alpha equals, close the parentheses. When I hit enter, I have two leading ones right here, and then I have 0, 0, 0, 1, 2. Now, at first, you might be tempted to think, oh, this is an inconsistent system, because look, I have these three zeros, and then I have a number. 
But remember, the last line goes, oops, let me make it bigger. The last line is 732. So the 1 actually is corresponding to XYZW. So it's 1W equals 2. And that's why I always go backwards. So this is in row reduced echelon form. And I'll explain what that means now. And then I'll show you some other examples. This leading one has zeros below it. This leading one has zeros above and below. We don't have a leading one in the third column. This is negative one, and it, even though it has zeros above and below it, the leading one is right next to it, right here. So this negative one is not a leading one. We're missing it right here. There's no leading one for the Z. So the Z column doesn't have one. So actually, since this is a zero, where the Z leading one might normally be, anything could be above that zero, and it would still be in reduced form. The last thing here, this is a one in the W column. That needs to have zeros above it, and it does. So our leading ones are on the X, the Y, and the W. They all have zeros above and below. The column that doesn't have a leading one can have anything above that zero that it wants. Then the final row is fine, 7, 3, 2. So now I'm going to go back and write this down, and we're going to talk about how to translate it, because the calculator part is easy. Whatever your augmented matrix is, just give it a name, and then go to the catalog, if you'd like, to find R-R-E-F. Ooh, very important thing. Every once in a while, people find this one, R-E-F. If I hit Enter and I type alpha A, and I close the parentheses and hit enter again. This is not in row reduced echelon form. It's not as reduced. We have the ones, the leading ones have zeros under them, but notice they don't have zeros above. It's still possible to get the answer this way, but it requires more work from you. So. For our purposes in this course, we don't ever use REF. Just remember it's RREF, which sounds funnier anyway. So just remember the funnier sounding one is the one we want. RREF, and if we go to the S's and go up one, it's right there for us. Enter, alpha A, close the parentheses, enter. There's the one we want, zeros above and below the leading ones. And then we'll deal with this other stuff going on in just a moment. Now this is the row reduced echelon form matrix that we have from the calculator. And I always like to go from the bottom up. We have XYZ 1W equals 2. And then we have 1Y minus 1Z plus 0W equals 3. So just Y minus Z equals 3. And then the top one is nice. It's just 1X equals 7. So the x equals 7 is not a problem, and the w equals 2 is not a problem. Notice this time we don't have w equals j or k or l or whatever letter you want to pick. w is actually fixed to be equal to 2, and x is fixed at 7. So the only thing that we have a discrepancy on is we have a y and we have a z, and they both have coefficients of ones, although technically the z is a coefficient of negative one. So do you remember how to choose which one is going to be the independent variable and which one's going to be the dependent variable? There are two ways, actually. The one way I've been talking about most 
is to remember which variable corresponds to the leading one, and that's the y. So the y is the one that's going to be the dependent variable, and it's going to depend on z. So it's easier to just think the y is the one you're going to solve for, the one that has the leading one. So we're going to solve for y, and we get 1y equals 1z plus 3. When you solve for the the variable that has the leading one, then it becomes very clear which is the dependent and which is the independent variable. Z gets to be whatever it wants. Y is whatever Z is plus three more. And so we have Z as our independent variable. Now I said there were two ways. The other way is is, uh, not nearly as scientific, but because of the way we set this up, If you go from the back forward, whichever one that comes later is mixed with another one, the later one is the independent variable. For example, W comes the latest, and then Z, and then Y, and then X. Since Z comes after Y, then it's the independent one. But I think it's much easier to remember to just solve for the variable that has the leading one, and then that tells you which one gets to be whatever it wants and which one depends on that. So we have our solution. We just need to do one extra thing. Rather than using z, we like to say z equals j, k, l, whatever you want. Usually when there's only one, we use k. So we're going to let z equals k. w will be 2, y will be k plus 3, and x will be 7. So if I write it in a nice order, x equals 7, y equals z plus 3, so k plus 3, z equals k, and w equals 2. And if I want to write this with the parentheses, uh, I don't need that many because I have so many constants in this one. I just need room to write that. So maybe this. w is 2, going backwards. w is 2, z is k, y is k plus 3, and x is Seven. So you can write your solution either way. I think the book prefers this way, but you might also see it written this way. Either one of these is a solution.